Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Freeman Means Business, Wonder Women in Business podcast. Everyone has a story, and on our podcast, we amplify the voices of those women whose stories are moving and meaningful and compelling. I'm really excited to have a new friend with me today and to introduce to you today, Jennifer Nelson Hawks. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. You bet. You bet. So I have to say a lot of folks know me. Um, they listen regularly. They start playing the podcast. They go to the website. They read about my guests. So folks, you're going to get to know Jennifer really well. I'll tell you, I do not know Jennifer really well. Most of my guests, I do know uh, to a degree. Most I don't know very well. And that's the joy and fun of getting to know someone on the show. So I, like you, will get to know Jennifer today. So Jennifer, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am, I was born and raised in Idaho and um, worked, uh, well, I kind of, let me go back a little bit, but I have had a passion for health and wellness since, um, since I was a little girl, since I was five years old, sitting on my grandma's lap, wanting to do something to help people. And um, throughout the years, I really, really wanted to go on that journey and life kind of got in the way. Um, I had a little sister that was um, born premature. She was born three and a half months early when I was 10 years old. And when she was born, um, she weighed one pound, 12 ounces. And I knew that I had been at five years old sitting on my grandma's lap saying, I want to be in, you know, I want to help people. Well, at 10 years old, when I had this little baby sister born and burns born so early, it was just that, I think that igniting light that made me even want to do it more. Um, she was, this is kind of my journey on how I ended up where I am today. Um, she was so, we, we had monitors, we had live-in nurses. Um, and at the age of five, she started having some seizures and the Western medicine was great for obviously keeping her alive and doing all that. But when it really came down to stopping these seizure activities, they, they came up to a, a dead end. And my parents had to <clears throat> look outside of the box. And this was, I'm 42 years old. So this was, gosh, th um, quick math, um, 32 years ago, actually 35 years ago. But um, she, they, they looked outside of the box and they started doing some natural medicine and teaching my sister how to eat differently. And um, you know, some supplementation and breathing techniques and all of those type of things, which drew my sister out of this space that she was in. She actually never had another seizure. Wow. And yeah, it was truly, it was, it was incredible. So let me ask you a question yeah. about that. So, yeah. so was this like a plant-based diet or was it what <clears throat> just I'm just curious. Yeah. Know? So the funny thing was I, as a little, as a young gal, I remember my mom whipping up raw eggs and handing them to my sister. So as the, at that time, it was the source of protein that my sister wasn't getting. So if they cooked the egg or if it was fried, it didn't have that same um, chemical component to it. So my sister would drink raw eggs every morning 
And then, you know, I don't, I think there was like minerals involved and there were some other things involved. I don't recall what those were, but that was the one thing that stuck out to me. And I, to this day, I'm like, I can't even believe I witnessed that, but you know, it was part of her journey at the time. And, you know, science has come a long way. Um, diets have come a long way, but um, yeah, super, super interesting. And it's so, it's so funny that that's what stuck out the most to me. That's that awesome. Time. I think that when you pointed out that the, how long ago this was in, in conjunction with the type of alternative journey that it was, that's an interesting thing to note because back then people were like, you know, traditional medicine is where it's at and this new age stuff, you know, don't go there. And, you know, even my brother, who's a doctor of preventive medicine, um, you know, my dad, who was a pathologist was like, that's not real medicine, you know? So I think it's oh, amazing that they absolutely. went down that. Yeah. And it was very much outside of the box. I mean, right. it, it was kind of one of those situations where, you know, outsiders knew my sister was getting better, but we really didn't talk about it. Like right. we didn't, we it didn't was really sort of that, that woohoo stuff. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. And I think it was just really for my parents at the time. I mean, for me, I, I wasn't really old enough to really have a, have an adult conversation about what my mom was doing with my sister or what my parents had decided to do. But I also recall, I mean, we all ended up seeing, um, she was an iridologist actually. Um, wow. which, so, you know, after she helped me with my, you know, where I was out of balance, also my mom and my dad. And I knew like, this was something really cool and really special. And as it was still so much out of the box, you know, going from now, you know, at 15, 18 years old, I'm graduating high school thinking, what am I going to do? I want to go into holistic medicine, but that really wasn't an option for that time. I mean, it was still very right. much outside the box and you don't just all of a sudden like start doing holistic medicine at 19 years old. Like it, it just doesn't, it doesn't fall into place. It like takes that. years of training too, usually, it, or at least that's my perception. It does. So I decided, well, I didn't decide, but I went down, um, I went to college and went down whole, uh, the Western medicine route, because that was the easiest thing for me to do at the time. So I ended up working in functional medicine, um, in oncology and, uh, hospitals for a good, well, until I was 29. So 10 years of, no, actually I was 30, 10 to 12 years of Western medicine. And at 30 years old, I had met my husband and, um, I actually, I met him and he was just like, babe, what do you want to do? And I was like, I really, you know what? I am really sick of watching these medical doctors just hand out medicine, like their candy and having these drug reps come in and, you know, provide us all lunch and tell us how amazing this drug is and how it's going to help support this and that. I said, but nobody sees these side effects from these people. It's, and it's, terrible. It's terrible. It, it just broke my heart. And he said, well, what are you going to do about that? And I thought, well, I guess I'm going to go to school. What am I going to do? So I enrolled into an iridology course um, with Bernard Jensen International. And I had worked with um, 
one of my greatest mentors, uh, a functional medicine doctor here, and and uh, I, I I'm now residing in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, beautiful. Sorry, I had to get that little shout out there. <laughs> exactly, it's get on my little... bucket list. I've never been. <laughs> you better get here soon before it blows up into craziness. Uh oh. Um, but so I I had been working with a medical uh, doctor for uh, about seven years. And I said, you know what? I, like, he taught me so much. He like, as, as an, as an, my career in, inspirational mentor, he was it. And I decided to go um, do iridology. So he, he supported me. He called me every day. How are you doing? This is going to be amazing. We're going to add this to our clinic. Oh, I so love that. It was awesome. Until the next week, the next Friday, he came into my office, he sat down and he said, unfortunately, I think we're going down different paths and I'm going to let you go. (gasps) And I was devastating. I was devastated. Not only had like my, like the person I looked up to the most, the person that I feel like really taught me about functional medicine and like how empowering it can be and, and just, and that support. And I was like, I'm dedicated to working with this guy for forever and to have like that door just shut in my face. Um, it was a lot. Why? A lot. What, what's that? Why did he do that? He, he said, um, we've had conversations since then, but at the time he said I was now competition. And I really do have That's to so say, not true. Um, I, I know I can't agree more. And I will have to say, I think it's because I truly ran his clinic. Like everybody wanted to see me before they saw him. Um, and that's just, that's the, that's just my caring nature that was, that was coming out. Right. So I do a lot of gender equity work and this reeks of gender bias. <laughs> oh, I mean, right. So I call my husband, I'm his, I, I'm, I'm on my way home Friday afternoon. I'm hysterically crying because my life as I have known it is now over. It's, right. it's, it's done. Like, how do you go back from that? And he, he said to me on the phone, get home, but on your way home, I want you to think about something. And I said, what's that? And he said, I want you to you're going to either sink or you're going to swim, but you have to decide. And I said, oh, that's, thanks. Okay. Like I, that's not what I expected to come out of his mouth. Like he is my best friend. Like he, my, you know, my biggest cheerleader. And I was like, I guess, yeah, I'm not going to sink. Heck no, I'm not going to sink. I'm going to swim. What am I going to do? So I, I opened up a little tiny 10 by 12 room of an iridology clinic the next Monday. Oh, good for you. You know, like, here we go. I have to tell you, I used to live in Boston and look, MIT Sloan Kettering, they use alternative medicine in conjunction with, oh, something must have gotten delivered to my home in conjunction with traditional medicine. So, I mean, as much as people might have been afraid to mix the two, I think his issue was more the 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 competition, not the, you know, fear of 
collaborating or you know no one you are 100 correct i mean we yeah. have we have had conversations um since that's then so where, sad yeah where he's like i am so sorry that this happened you know i my ego got in the way and you know i would love to to work with you again someday and you know i just i've never quite gotten there um so i did iridology um for uh about a year and then i I was like, you know, there's just, there's so much out there. There's so much more out there. So I went and did bioresonance work. So I became a certified bioresonance practitioner. And then I decided I wanted to keep moving forward. So then I did health coaching and then I um, went and got my uh, board certification as a holistic practitioner. And then during COVID, I decided, you know what? I'm not done yet. So I went back to school and got my doctorate of naturopathy. Wow. You're and, my goodness. <laughs> you're like busy lady, you know, busy with meaningful work. Um, yeah. That's pretty inspiring. I'm hoping to get my doctorate soon in, in a couple different things, actually. Yeah. But that's really amazing. Um, the fact that you turn this journey around from total devastation one minute to I'm going to rule the world. <laughs> yeah, well, it's taken some time for sure. You know, it's taken a lot of support and I, you know, I started in that 10 by 12 space and I currently today own a holistic wellness center in Jackson, Wyoming. That's 4,000 square feet. Wow. And that's the place to do it, right? So if you're going to live that, you know, life in tune with nature and understanding how we can heal without manufactured, you know, fake healing, if you will. I think that's a great Absolutely. place to do it. You kind of have Absolutely. the best of all worlds. I really do. And, you know, it's beautiful because it's finally within the last couple of years, I would say, finally, the medical doctors in, in my community and then, you know, the outreach, outreach aspects are finally coming on board and being like, okay, I like, let's work together. Let's look at collaborating a little bit. And, you know, I think that is the utmost important because as holistic medicine is so fantastic, so is Western medicine when you need it. And I feel like blending those two worlds and having, having your cheerleaders on both sides or your, you know, your health advocates on both sides is the most powerful form of a health journey anybody could possibly have. That is so awesome that you realized your dream in a bigger way than you thought initially. Um, and it all started with what you saw your parents did with your little sister. I think this is yeah. a really, what a great and, story. It's a circle journey. It really is a circle journey. And to be, you know, my sister, 10 years younger than I am. It's funny. She's now an LPN. Oh, so nice. she, she's in the, she's on the whole different spectrum than I am, but yet, you know, she, it, if it wasn't for her, I don't know that I would be where I am today because I knew the second she was born, like, I'm going to do everything I can. You what know? I love is that you both are in living to in the, you, you've devoted your lives to living in service to others. We have absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I think we both that. thrive off of each other. We both, you know, we're best. We literally are best friends and um, yeah, it's, it's so great. Does she live there too? She lives in Idaho, which is about an hour and a half away. I didn't realize that. I'm not familiar. I know, I know, I know it's okay. <laughs> but 
I, I have to say, without sounding snobby, I Jackson Hole's on my list of places I want to go before I die. Idaho is not. Yeah, so. you are not going to be missing a whole lot. There's some beautiful <laughs> places in Idaho, but yeah. I you know, know I don't I often tell people where I'm from. No, that hey, look, we all you know you can look. There's something special about everywhere, especially absolutely place from which you come. So absolutely, um, what a fascinating story. Um. I don't even know, like, what does a PhD in that look like? Like, what do you study? What do you, and then how do you apply what you learn? Okay, so um, I actually just, I have to clarify, I don't have a PhD, but I, so oh, I have sorry. a doctorate of naturopath. It's totally fine. That's my um, fault. Nope, that's totally fine. I just want to make that clear because, um, well, some people get very crabby about well, that. Well, that was my fault because that's my goal. It, it's, you know, there are lots yep. of bees out there. <laughs> yep. So, you know, it's really about, it's studying the body as a whole. So what, you know, when you're looking at naturopathy um, in, in, in the big picture of things, you're looking at what is the body actually telling you? There's so many physical signs that, that each individual person can show, whether it be you know, hair, their hair loss, whether it be their fingernails and what their, what the um, lines of their nails are showing, iridology, you know, the predispositions going on in the eyes and the fibers and the colors and the pigments and all that. Um, tongue, um, looking at somebody's tongue can tell you a lot about what's going on, their heartbeat, their respiration, the way that they walk, the way they hold themselves, the way that they talk, like there's so much. And when you're, when, when I'm, you know, doing a health evaluation, you know, the first and foremost is I'm listening because every single person on the other side that is there for their health journey that wants to be helped oftentimes already knows the answer, but they need someone to listen and they need someone to listen closely and carefully to be able to put those pieces together that they just can't quite put together. And so as I'm listening, I'm also then looking at all of these other um, these other piece, you know, pieces of the puzzle that allow me to look at the big picture. Um, and I think that, you know, the big picture to me is, is ultimately the most important because some oftentimes if we're just focusing on one thing, whether it's just only gut health or only nutrition or only emotion or whatever that looks like, we're just, we're missing a lot. You know, I need you. <laughs> I totally need you. So um, I know I mentioned before the podcast, a little bit of what I've been through in the past two, two years, actually it's coming on three, two and a half, three years. Um, everything's out of whack. Stress related life has thrown everything out of whack. So loss of hair, gain of weight, <laughs> you know, yeah. a lot of stuff. How would you, you know, like, how do you, do your patient intake? Like how would someone, if I wanted to be your patient, could I do that from California or what would that look like for yeah. someone listening to this show? Absolutely. So um, what I do is I require um, a DNA sample. So oftentimes I require a little bit of a hair sample. Um, and that's because what I do is I utilize that hair sample through my bioresonance device that will run specific type of frequencies through that DNA to find out where there are imbalances going. That is um, awesome. So there's, there's that. Um, what, I, what I often do is send people out their intake form. Um, I wait for their hair sample to come in. 
I do a bioresonance scan and then I get on the phone with them and have a, a conversation and, you know, find out what their history is, you know, what have they tried? Where are they? And I really focus on meeting people where they are today. So for instance, you know, yourself, where you just said you've had a couple of years of stress and you've had some hair loss and um, some weight gain around your, your stomach, but we've, we've got to figure out, okay, we, the root cause, like, is, is that, is what caused that stress gone yet? And if it's not, how can we support that while we support you? Because if you just go in and throw in, okay, let's add some, I don't know, biotin or, you know, let's add some yeah. cortisol manager. I tried that. Right. It doesn't work. It didn't. It doesn't work because they're, the root cause is still there. And whether that, like I said, whether that's stress related or maybe for you, you have depleted your entire, you know, chemical range of minerals, you know, it might be an ionic mineral deficiency, or maybe it's the emotional piece that we need to dive into, or maybe it's, maybe, you know, you have destroyed the integrity of your gut and your stomach lining um, of your small intestine has been disrupted. Wow. Or there's so many things. So we've got to really dial in on the root causal issues. And when I do the bioresonance work, it often allows me to start peeling away those pieces of the onion, but we have to, <clears throat> you know, it's so important for every individual to know that it's a journey. Right. So right. it's not a pill you pop. It's not, it's really not. It's, it's, um, it's, a, it's a process and people think, okay, well, if I'm not better in, you know, six weeks, then you didn't do your job. And the reality is, is, and I, I fed off of that for a very long time. And it wasn't until the last couple of years that I have really stepped back and thought, you know what, this is every person's individual journey and it's going to take time. And people have to be accountable for that because I can tell you, you need to eat this and you need to do this and need to do that. But then oftentimes people, they, they, you know, they come back a month later and say, well, I didn't cut out dairy. Um, and I actually had a really stressful month. So I started drinking wine every night and I'm like, yeah, okay, well now we have a whole, now we have to shift everything because the, you know, the protocol in which I put you on, you were, you did not help. Yeah. It changed yeah. the course of everything. Yeah, exactly. And but so as I have a friend she, yeah. not to, you just triggered something. I mean, she gave up dairy and I was like, why? I mean, I put milk in my coffee, but that's really it. And then she stopped drinking wine and I saw her not long later and she had lost like 45 pounds and yeah. she wasn't trying to lose weight. She was just trying to be healthy. And it was just a byproduct of being healthy. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that, you know, dairy, I knew alcohol was loaded with sugar. And that my friend is one of my uh, stress relievers, if you will. Sure. Well, that, but the weight that, gain adds more stress. That's right. So we get in these cycles, we get in these loops. Yeah. And I like, I like to work very closely with one of my, um, with one of my other practitioners that does mindset, um, mindset support, because it is a lot about the mindset, right? Because we think, oh my gosh, I'm gaining weight. Oh, I'm just going to go numb that. Or oh my gosh, I'm gaining weight. I don't look pretty anymore. And I'm just going to keep drinking or keep eating or keep whatever. It's so it's also that emotional aspect of the mind that is so powerful. 
But yet that's the piece that a lot of people don't want to deal with. The doom loop. It's hard. It's, it's not fun. It's challenging. We have to face our fears. We have to face our challenges. We, We have to face the uncomfortableness of life. Yeah. You know, um, I'm sort of, well, I've become this way. I'm not saying I was always this way. So people who know me know that I'm this way now. Um, For many, many years now, I've been maybe 20 years. I've been very, it is what it is. You know, Marcus Aurelius, like, yep. Yep. (laughs) What do we do with what we have in front of us? You know, tomorrow doesn't exist. Yesterday's over. Learn the lesson, move forward. So that's been helpful in you know, one sustaining life and two, being able to enjoy each day, living in gratitude, even for the things that didn't go my way. Um, But I will say this, this dealing with my mom has been a total game changer. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. It changes a lot and it it adds just a lot of, yeah, unnecessary. It's not unnecessary. It's necessary, but that stress and avoidable. We just don't realize. And so what happens, you know, um, I'm not saying this happens with everybody, but a lot of the time. So when our body stresses about whatever it is, whether it could be helping your mother, whether it could be a job, whether it could be, you know, a a child going through something hard, it, it does not matter. The body still responds with symptomology and each, every, every single person has a different symptomology. So that, um, that, that weight gain or that, whatever it might be, what happens is then our, and this is what a lot of, a lot of practitioners are not talking about, which is our lymphatic system. Yes. It essentially stops our lymphatic system and our lymphatic system is our river of life. And when it gets sluggish, it's our sewer system. It gets gross, but that's when toxicity happens. That's when we blow up. That's when we get foggy headed. That's when you know, allergens come on. That's when we're no longer sleeping. We're bloated. We don't feel well. You that know, that check thing is real. Check, 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 check. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, now we've got, now we've got disease starting because of this just ball that's just rolling down the hill. So if we can stop that ball from rolling and really just start to look at the foundation of our being, we can get so much further ahead. It's just a matter of stopping, actually stopping smelling the flowers for a minute and deciding which direction do you want to go left? Do you want to go right? I agree. I agree. And, and, you know, if we can live in the present moment and make that choice to take the right path. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, I mean, so many people are living in the, what if what's now what's next you know, or, they don't stop and live in the, the present moment. And that is really unfortunate. It's a huge and, part of what you do is, you know, recognize the realities, not, not grieve for something that never was or something that won't be again. Right. That's correct. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and oftentimes, you know, my, my clients will come in, I'll see people elsewhere where, and they'll say, do you ever have a bad day? oh honey yes I absolutely (laughs) do have a bad day of course but you know what I mean I just I'm like everybody else I'm trying to conquer my weaknesses and my battles and my you know my imbalances just like everybody else but I just I have that mindset that's like okay let's swim right let's not sink let's swim and that I love that kind of repetitive in my mind 
just we got keep this. swimming. We're gonna like do Dory, this. Like Dory says on Nemo, just keep swimming. Just keep uh, swimming. <laughs> exactly. That's so funny. Well, and that I'm was your husband who said so sink know. or swim. What's it gonna be? Sink or swim. So <laughs> I love works. this conversation. I could talk to you all day. You're fascinating. Um, and I'd love to learn more. And if I um am not, I know I'm not alone out there. So if I want to learn more and if others want to learn more from you, how can we reach you, Jennifer? Yeah, thank you. So um, my website is simplyhealthcollective.com. Nice. And you can email info at simplyhealthcollective.com if you have any questions. And we oftentimes do what are called discovery sessions, discovery calls. So we do a 15 to 30 minute call um, with people that you can schedule right on or right from our website where um, kind of just, you know, we, we get to talk to the individual for a second. They get to talk to us and kind of just feel if there's a, a connection because Sometimes, you know, you get on the phone with somebody and you think, okay, this is definitely not the person I want to, I want to, you know, share my story with and move forward with this person. Um, and so we feel like it's extremely important that all parties involved feel comfortable. They're, yeah. you know, they're ready to move forward. They're in that right space because if they're not also in the right space, we can get that through that discovery session and say, you know what, when you're, when you're, when you're ready or when you do whatever you need to do, then let's connect again and move forward. And, and that has been, well, they really, have to be committed, right? They have, yes. And that's yeah. why I say we meet people where they are, because if they're not quite ready yet, that's okay. That's okay. Very and if, nice. you know, and maybe they're ready in, in a month or maybe they're ready. Well, in I know for years. me, for me personally, I know the factor that is, is the domino that made all the other dominoes fall. And that is, a high stressor in my life. And it's only getting worse as my mother's Alzheimer's progresses. Um, yes. She's a mean Alzheimer's patient, right? So she's not very kind and I'm an empath. So yes. those two in combination are toxic, right? So my body processes it and my brain processes it and my feelings process it deeply, right? I'm very impacted but I don't see anything changing or I can't commit to changing anything until she is in a different phase, right? She's not in that phase yet where she's um, just calm all the time, which I'm not yes. afraid for that to happen. I'm not in a hurry for that to happen, but right. man, oh man, <laughs> she is yeah. spicy. And so, uh, you know, I thank you for saying that because I think it's important for individuals, you know, even yourself to know that you don't have to wait until that stressor is no longer around. But yeah. what you do need to understand is there's a lot of just simple supports that we can do. We don't have to change your health journey completely 160 degrees or 180 degrees or 360, whatever it is. But what we can do is look at the foundation of your, if you will, I love analogies. So the foundation of your house, like if you got a couple cracks in there, let's go and fix the foundation so that your house can stay stabilized until you get through this and then we can start rebuilding your house. Yeah, that's a beautiful analogy. Um, and I always say you keep your, and, and it's funny that you use that analogy. I always say, let's make sure we do this right from the beginning, do it yeah. correctly from the beginning because you don't want to build your house on a block of ice. When that melts, no. the house crumbles. You want it you know, to be a strong foundation. So absolutely. Um, well, we are, we are definitely coming from the same place, heart and head. 
and hands. I too live in service to others. Uh, I'm so happy to know you now. I feel like I know you much better and have probably known you for many lifetimes. So I love that. Thank you. It's been such a journey to be on here. I it's, I, yeah, my heart is full right now. Oh, nice. Well, folks, you know that I write a blogcast around uh, my guests. So look for Jennifer's blogcast probably in a couple of weeks on my website and I'll put it on LinkedIn and tag Jennifer and then she can reshare to her um, network. But thank you so much for being here and sharing your story. And I'm so glad your sister's around to see you do the good work you do. Uh, Thank you so much, Susan. I appreciate it. All right, Jennifer. Everyone have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.